Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This season, we'll be covering all things wealth, from owning it to maximizing it. For further information, or if you'd like help accelerating your wealth directly, please do contact us. Head over to our website, www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. Hello again, it's Rebecca Robertson, Independent Financial Advisor, and welcome today to our session to how to start investing or what questions to start to ask when you want to start investing. Now, this is a subject very close to my heart, and it's something I'm very passionate about to ensure that it's getting as many people investing as quickly and as possible as you can, um, because it's an area of growth, an area that I feel that is really undervalued by lots and lots of people. Now, those that are into the entrepreneurial space and the business space will be getting thrown at them all lots of entrepreneurial ideas when it comes to investing, whether it's Forex, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency in general, it can get terribly confusing. Now, my advice is to be very, very cautious about who you get advice from, because they have to be, to give a formal advice, they have to be an independent financial advisor or financial planner that may be restricted to that particular company who is providing you regulated advice. Otherwise, if that advice is wrong, you could actually have no comeback whatsoever. So anybody else that sits outside of that space is not regulated and therefore be very cautious about what their experience is and how they're positioning. If they're giving you their experience, then obviously, does that relate to you? Is that right for you? Um, and also, if it's their experience because they've taught lots of other people to do the same thing, then actually, what's the real results those people have got? Can you speak to them? Are they real people that you've got? They've got real results from in a realistic, normal way. You know, they're not necessarily up 24-7 day and night to achieve unrealistic results. So be very cautious who you get advice from. And if you are going to an educator, then obviously you need to take the context of their education to ensure it is right for you. Um, there are regulations around these subjects. So if you are approaching particular maybe apps or websites or your approach directly around investing, then always check that they're registered with the FCA, the Financial Conduct Authority. You can ask them for their um, FCA number and you can search the FCA register um, to ensure they are registered. Now, that's getting the, uh, the technical uh, regulatory stuff out the way. Um, these are the questions and areas to consider when you're starting investing. And if that's you're doing it yourself, particularly what questions to ask and areas to consider. So the first subject is fees and charges. This is such a crucial area. Now, it doesn't mean to say that one platform or one um, particular investment strategy um, is worse because it is more expensive. Now, let me just clarify, because some charging platforms can provide you with a service that is better and more um, interactive, personal, bespoke, and potentially get better results, but they charge you more for that privilege. Now, what you want to ensure is that you know what you're paying for. So if you are paying more, you know what that actually means and entails. So, for example, if you have a particular app that is charging you a platform charge um, or if it's a website um, that is charging you for a platform charge, this is where you basically have the money held within a bank account and they're like the custodian. They actually hold the money. 
Um, now, bear in mind that they might not be independent. You, they might be just working off the, uh, their own panel, if you like. They're restricted. So do be conscious and careful about um, actually how they operate. And I'll come on to that in, more, in, a, in a detail. Um, then after the platform charges, you then have the investment strategy charges. And again, this can be different based on how they operate. Are they independent? Have you chosen self-selected the funds? I'll come on to this in a second. And um, if so, is that in-house? So if it's in-house, that could be restricted, um, but it might be cheaper. So understanding what it is you're paying for is a crucial piece. And again, not one is better than the other. It's just that each have a different retrospective charge based on that. The next thing um, when it comes to websites and apps, etc., cetera, um, is the functionality. So is the functionality of that particular app really super easy? Is it, you know, can you top it up money whenever you want? Is it restrictive to how much you can put in? Um, can you stop and, and change things quite easily and how you want to make it work? So the functionality is crucial and making sure that they are, especially if you're doing via apps and websites, that they are FCA regulated and that you are adequately protected to ensure that the money is not going to disappear anywhere. I'm hearing so many stories of even large um, property funds that aren't, they're not regulated and people are um, losing millions of pounds that they're investing. So do be very careful um, which ones you pick. Now, when you then chosen the particular tool or platform or website or app, um, then you'll have a choice. And it does depend on um, the apps can have or websites can have um, restrictive choice. So, you know, you only pick your own. You're only you're only doing self-selection. Some of them will say you don't have to self-select. This is sort of like a portfolio and you just pick a pick the general portfolio that you want and we'll do the rest for you. And obviously the charge is often more when you do that. So are you looking to self-select? Are you wanting to pick funds um, or are you wanting to pick shares? So there's a big, obviously a big difference. A fund is a pool of um, shares of companies um, and obviously individual funds or individual, sorry, shares of companies or individual shares of companies. Um, so you can have um, funds that are in particular industries, particular UK, for example, in sort of areas of the world or maybe global. Um, and likewise, when you're picking shares, you can do that in any industry from any country, more or less, depending on the app, how it allows you to, you to purchase. Usually you might not want to be purchasing in dollars and uh, you know, other currencies. Um, you might want to stay within the UK and stay with the UK available shares. So is that something you want to pick yourself is the first question, or is this something that actually you want to um, get that that company will do the majority of the work for you? And then again, so when you go onto the websites, onto the apps, that is what you're looking for. You're looking for, are they allowing me to do it this way or can I do it that way? Now, again, there's no right or wrong. It just depends on what it is you're looking for and making sure that you know the charges that are relevant. So when you come to a financial advisor, someone like myself, we're the ones that are helping you do all of that for you. Now, we're not going to be talking about these, you know, using apps and uh, their direct consumer kind of facilities. Financial advisors or independent financial advisors are using um, long held um, institutional um, large corporate companies that have been funds that have been well established sometimes for hundreds of years 
Um, so they're not necessarily the newer age apps. That's not to say that those apps aren't using the same funds and the same technologies. It's obviously we, we have a we're an intermediary, therefore we have a different level of access. Um, now, obviously, you pay for that advice, you are charged for that advice. And that's a whole other subject, um, which I do have a, another podcast on questions to ask your financial advisor, if you want to go and check that out. Um, but you're obviously, you're not, you're, you're not self-picking, you're not self-isolating, you're working in collaboration with, a, for, with an advisor to figure out where to start, where to invest, or if you have existing investments, reviewing those. And that involves tax advice, the portfolio, how the portfolio should be put together. Do you have more in one country, more in certain assets? Because it's not necessarily always shares. It could be other asset classes and making sure that that is diverse and suits your attitude to risk. So that's what we, we that's what financial advisors do. And we help you manage that on an ongoing basis. But we do recognize that, you know, for a lot of people that are new to investing, they might not want to or afford that kind of advice because they're starting quite small and they want to start somewhere. And that is my advice is if you, um, you know, are not in a position to pay for a financial advisor. So do go and find out what the costs are first to make sure you're not, you know, you you're making that right decision for you um, and or you, you might just want to do it yourself and you don't want to pay any fees right you don't you're happy to learn or you want to do it yourself and you just you know think you're the best person for it um, then um, then start small would be my advice um, find research maybe up to seven or eight different platforms research the functionality research how they allow you to operate research the charges and making sure they're regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and they're completely legit um, and start small because you can always move it if it's something after six months you feel is not relevant once you start to understand the jargon and the language you can then start to you could move it to somewhere else later on if you wish to so that's another point to, uh, to question when you're setting these up go into the FAQ questions um, of the websites and ask for, you know, what are the uh, top up charges? What are the transaction charges? What are the exit charges? Um, to make sure you're fully aware of exactly how it functions um, as a tool for you. But my advice would be to, is to start investing somewhere, somehow, um, obviously in regards to personal circumstances, how you do that, speaking to an advisor can help. Um, and um, but in the meantime, just starting at a small amount. And if you're really unsure about all of this, then the only thing I can suggest is go to your bank that you've worked with for many years that, you know, and see what they can offer you. They might not be the best choice, but at least it's to start. And at least you can uh, start investing and start an understanding. There's a whole language and a whole world out there of investing. But the benefit is, is it can be tax efficient growth. You can have the potential to have a good returns on investments obviously investments are at risk they can go up and they can go down so if you invest say for example 10 pounds and it doesn't get any returns and there's a profit there's not any profit there's a loss then actually your 10 pounds might become five pounds so there is a risk of investing but understanding what your capacity for risk is and managing that appropriately is obviously crucial and there can be great opportunities to have uh, some fantastic returns so I hope that's been helpful. Any questions, do let me know. And uh, hopefully what I'd uh, see here is that people can start investing, start maximising their money and be in a position that we can pay ourselves more, we can earn more and we can have the, the lifestyle that we desire and we hope for. Sending you lots of love and take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. 
If you'd like to take the steps to accelerate your wealth further, perhaps owning it more or maximizing it to its full potential, please do head over to our free Facebook group, The Money Mastery Collective, where we post regular updates on tips to maximize your wealth and also support you along the way. We'd love to see you there.